Hello and welcome to another episode of Football Talk Podcast. My name is Fuzzy and I'm here with my co-host Sid. How's there, Sid? Thank you. How are you? It's looking trendy, isn't it? Getting trendy, this one. Are you about to play Fortnite or something? Huh? I don't play those games, Regardless, first of all, regardless of where they finish the season, I think would be a major achievement. And I think it's a testament to their players, the manager, the structure, and everything. And uh, since the restart, they've been solid. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I think we beat them. I'm not sure. You know, most, I think, yeah, I think we've beaten a lot of teams since the restart. But anyway, um, <laughs> easy. Where's your face at? Right. <laughs> All right, all right. Anyway, let's not digress. But anyway, um, their performance have been really good. And you know, if you look at the Chelsea game, three 0 victory. Um, I don't know. This might be controversial. If they played well, or Chelsea just played badly. Regardless, they still managed to win three 0 Because if you look at it, sorry, but Chelsea's defense was just shocking. Yeah, yeah. back four is yeah. shambolic. And if you think you're going to challenge for, well, they're not going to challenge next season, but you know, be competitive. If you still got that back four, forget it, yeah. my friend. So again, I don't know Chelsea played badly or South, uh, South Sheffield United played really well. But either way, three 0 is three 0 and you know they beat Wolves as well, which is not an easy feat, you know, because. Well, to break down walls, you know, or even get a point from walls, you know, and walls have again been one of those um, surprise teams over the last two years. But generally, you know, back to your question, I think Wilder, yeah, he deserves to be in the running for manager of the season, but you can't kind of take that away from Klopp because what Klopp's achieved is, you know, uh, uh, sensational, you know. <laughs> You know, so say that I'm always gonna say, you know, is gonna be magic magic, yeah. You know, you can't be a little person like that, so No, not to that extent, my friends. Not to that extent. No, but I, I agree with you. I think obviously Club fully deserves the the magic year award. Obviously this has been a work in progress for Liverpool in terms of yeah. six years joined the club. Yeah. It's been a number of years, so it's you know, sort of gradual process. Um but yeah, currency-wise, I think he's done a fantastic job. Because uh, they haven't recruited too much. Like, they bought a couple of players in January. And it's a tight budget, isn't it? And a tight budget as well. So they did buy the Norwegian uh, before the Berger from, uh, I think, 
consistency we need to put all guns blazing to ensure we've got that top three position then you know covid comes it kind of messes up the flow and maybe it's fatigue it's you know training isn't there but i just think that leicester have effectively they're taking their foot off the pedal you know and you can appreciate united have caught up you know, so that's a factor. But Leicester have literally put themselves in that position where they wouldn't have been in a month, well, three, four months ago. Do you see what I'm saying? And it was always, the last spot was always Chelsea United. So to have Leicester in that equation, yeah, you mentioned rotation, but I don't think that's, well, it is because if there's not depth in that squad, you'll struggle because yeah. if United did the same thing, we won't be getting those same results either. 
you know so that for me you're right it, it, it is a rotation thing but I honestly thought and you know I did say a couple of weeks ago that they had done enough to secure Champions League but it looks like it's coming back to bite me because clearly their performances aren't there confidence isn't there and I just think you're right what is Brendan Rodgers saying to them well clearly not enough not the right thing because it's like when you're growing up and the teacher just constantly, constantly puts you down. You're just going to be like, do you know what? Forget this. You know, yeah. your attitude will just change. So, of course, football, you forget, is a physical thing, but also a mental thing. You know, if you're not right up there, you might as well forget it, my friend. So, I think it's a disappointment for Leicester. But, again, would we have expected Leicester to be there in the first place? Realistically, no. So it's an achievement for them, but they will see it as a missed opportunity. Yeah. I think especially as I don't think they would challenge every year for that kind of position. Yeah. So I mean that's a missed, uh, missed opportunity. And uh, with Brendan Rodgers, it's a funny one because so obviously when he was Liverpool manager, uh, I think the season where we nearly won the league. For me, the reason why we didn't win the league is because there was a lot of games where. So, for example, he would be one nil up. Um, he would continue to play more attacking mm. until the final uh, end of the game. Mm. Whereas, I think game management has to come into into play. So, you kind of play to a certain pace, slow down the play, so you sort of like disrupt the opposition's movement, uh, the the way of playing as well. I feel like his tactics haven't evolved since he's left Liverpool. Mm. So, there's been a lot of games where they're leading or they're no, no, but the, it's just like the push isn't quite there. So I think he is a good manager, but I feel like he doesn't lack those kind of moments. But these are the moments which I think that will differentiate a good manager and a top quality manager. Um, and I think he hasn't probably utilised his squad as well he, as he should have, in my opinion. Uh, as, you know, I agree, I think Leicester may have sort of to pass their sort of expectations this year, but I think if you're in there, you just try and go all out and try and stay in that position because the Premier League will get stronger every year. Like obviously mm-hmm. Liverpool winning now, every team is going to try and invest and try to bring more reinforcements in the next coming months. So it's it's a missed opportunity, but you know, you know, there's still three games left. You never know what will happen in the next few games. I think they did have the tougher fixtures in comparison to the other challenges, which is probably why I said a few weeks ago that I, I don't see them holding out, to be honest with you, but it's a day top four, it's still a success in my opinion, so. But don't um, Chelsea have Wolves and um, Liverpool? So Chelsea play Liverpool, yeah. I'm not sure if they play Wolves, but I know we play Chelsea as the last fixture. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. I think you play Chelsea, you're actually very nice Chelsea. No, no, we've got um, uh, Crystal Palace and then Leicester. Oh, so Leicester, that's sort of like, well, to sort ourselves out and play a certain way. And I like the way they play football as well. 
kind of reminds me of sort of like sort of Jürgen Klopp style of play where they press from um, up top and it's quite high intensity as well. Um, so, you know, they, they do against Manchester United, um, which you know you watch, of, of course. Uh, sort of dented your sort of chances of getting third place uh, at this stage right now, anyway. Uh, what did you think of their performance against your team? Um, again, it was more frustrating. I can't discredit what they did because at the end of the day, I feel like since the break lockdown, a lot of teams have kind of been, haven't really been at their best when they played United. No one's really stepped up to the plate when they played us. But Southampton, like you said, it was very high pressing. So, you know, we wasn't getting being allowed to leave like, uh, our half of the pitch. Every time we had the ball, two or three players was around our plate. Pogba was getting such a nightmare. Mason Greenwood was getting shut out by Redmond. You know, I mean, Bertrand and all of that. And I just think, like, Ings, this again shows his quality because he's pressing like there's no tomorrow, you know. Yeah. And yeah. I was just sitting there like, are we going to do anything? Or are we literally just going to let them come with this type of play? And I mean, to be fair, it was a result that they deserved, you know. And to go 1-0 up wasn't even a surprise because the way they were playing from the offset, it's like dogs on crack, you know. They were literally just <laughs> like it was a hundred miles per hour. So that was fully deserved. But you're right. Since that nine-nil defeat, and thank goodness Southampton are a team that gave him faith. You know, there was patience with him because the other clubs have been like, "All right, so there, mate. Like, your job here is done, isn't it?" But he's shown that maybe next year they can be challenging for those Europa positions because, again. Yeah. The type of football they play is quite, actually quite good. Yeah, I agree. And they got I think outside of the they're probably the best football. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think they play with a lot of players, even the players that they have. I feel like they did add a few more additions, sort of like spoiling them. I think, like, like you said, I, I generally think they might be like a surprise package next season if they recruit well. Uh, I definitely challenge for the sort of like the European League sports, so challenging us. Sort of like the Leicester, the Everton, those sort of teams, and you know, and Wolves as well. So, um, yeah, I've been fully impressed with them, and credit to the manager. Um, I think you're right, he couldn't have been sacked straight away. Uh, but I think he's always had that philosophy as well. They call it, uh, he's from Austria, isn't he? So, he's an Austrian club. They used to call him that in Germany when he used to manage um, uh, Red Bull Leipzig as well. So, uh, so, yeah, so he's always had that philosophy in him. So. So it's, it's quite nice to see that you know he was given a chance to continue his, his work at the club. Uh, but yeah, I think I think you're right. I think the point was fully deserved. It could have been nicked, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, Pogba had a bit of a shock. I think the two goals that they scored. I think he, his awareness wasn't quite there, especially for the first goal. It was quite a bad touch where they left for that run for Redmond to sort of square it for the for Armstrong. So uh, some interesting news that developed in the, in the last day or so is. Man City's European ban has been overturned. Um, I'm sure you agree that it wasn't a surprise to see that news uh, flash up. Yeah. Uh, goes to show you can't really trust uh, UEFA in this aspect of money talks. 100%. That's what yeah. it comes down to money. Yeah. What was the point of implementing yeah. such a thing if money is going to be the object to? 
you know, counteract these issues, you know, and for me it's too angry, but take away my team trying to get into the, <laughs> get into the top four, but yeah. I think it's a mockery and other teams will know that spend a little, throw a bit of money and then they should be fine. You know? And I think I read Mourinho because he's the one, I think him and Klopp yeah. woke up, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And it's true. It's a farce. Yeah, it's a bad day for football. That's what Klopp said today. Um, and even Mourinho said that you know if they if they're being fined, they've clearly done something wrong. So it's not like they were found not guilty. They were found guilty for just like a bit of shush money here, keep it quiet, and then just let us play competition for next next year onwards. So it's, it's, it's a joke. Um, I think this whole financial fair play thing is just a big, big failure. Uh, teams are coming around to buying players without actually sort of showing or presenting their sort of graphic based on how much sales you're making commercially and how much success you have on the pitch. And then that kind of generates the kind of balance you should have for your transfer. But teams are getting around that now. So it all started for me was from uh, Neymar joining PSG. Mm-hmm. And then, then they got Mbappe on loan in the same transfer windows. And that was for me, it was just like, this is not going to work. And then for Man City to be back into European competition. Don't be wrong, obviously, I want the best teams to be in the company. But if you're doing stuff that's unethical in business or in football in general, you should be punished. So, yeah, I think it was. Probably, I'll probably co sign what Klopp says it's a bad day for football, in my opinion. But you're like, it's a good day. I'm like, obviously, you're going to say that. But, uh, yeah, I just think it's, it's, it's shocking. I think. I think Gary never actually said that a few months ago as well. He was like, more or less predicting what's going to happen. Like, they'll beat the case, probably pay a bit of money, and then they'll just be back to the over again. So, this shows how much that one has with you, It's a joke. No, I think to be fair, it's one of those things where money talks, and you know, it, it's not a level playing field, unfortunately. It never will be, you know, and you know, Guardiola is going to be. This will be another thing for his uh, TV status and, you know, clout and all of that. But I just think it's it's nonsense for me. But, you know, we are where we are and you've just got to carry on, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the thing. I think if teams were expecting that season to lose and they're like, oh, we might get Champions League sport, that's probably the wrong mentality to have anyway. So, uh, like I said earlier, money talks and uh, money makes the world go around, I guess. So, mm. football is no difference whatsoever. I think it's the wrong move altogether. 
Well, Leicester to one has spent 31 million on the striker that's played three games or whatever it is. You know, yeah. I, I don't know how many games, but clearly something's not going on in his head because he's not being picked. Yeah. He's, he's had issues off the field as well. And I just think yeah. it, 31 million isn't a lot nowadays. That's peanuts. Yeah. But he said coming to the Premiership, that's not a straightforward task. You know, probably the toughest league to establish yourself. You know, he's not going to do a Bruno Fernandes, you know. It's, it's very rare that you're able to do stuff like that, you know. <laughs> but, you know, it's... Um... <laughs> oh, no, but I just think, look, it's... He's still young, so he's got time yeah. on his hands. But they need to loan him out to another like Spanish team just to build up his confidence. Or even Italy, for instance, you know, because Italy isn't what it yeah. used to be in terms of like defensively. So I think he could prosper. I mean, there is a chance for him to do well. But coming to the Prem, nah, I wouldn't. Leicester could go out for yeah. so many other people, I think. And I don't think he would be an obvious target. How about you, though? You don't? I think it's an interesting one because I think the season that he had at Frankfurt, he looked, for me, he looked like a great finisher as well. Um, Real Madrid was, for me, I don't think it was the right move for him. I think he maybe should have joined another team where, because he's quite young, he's only 21, I believe. So, um, join a club where he will get regular minutes to keep on him. So, if Leicester can offer that to him, the club, I've read that they want. Uh, Jovic and Wally to 4-4-5 which actually would be quite good. Um, or 4-4-2? I feel good. Yeah, I think it's quite a bit. So, even recently it's been Wally and uh, Ilhan Ilha Nacho, I don't know how you say his name now. Yeah. Ilhan Nacho. Ilhan Nacho. Ilhan Nacho. So, for me, I, I don't really play too much every day. So, I think... If he wants to join a club, it would probably be a team like Leicester. Where it can even be a thing where they can get him on loan. There's an option to purchase him at the end of the season. I think that would probably be more financial sort of secure kind of deal to do at this stage. Um, I don't think it would be a bad move for him personally, but he needs to move. So either he goes along somewhere else or he comes to a Premier League where kind of test his uh, ability as well. If he does well, might get back into the rule big ball. Until Benzema's there, he's not getting yeah, it's, it's going to be difficult. No, no, Benzema's like that. He's still one of the best drafts in the world. I know uh, so, yeah. I think so beyond Ramos, he's probably like the most important person. Yeah. He's been there for such a long time. You know, he's been there since he was quite young when he joined uh, with Leon. So, he's been literally pivotal to a ball. All of this excessive uh, number of years. So, mm. so yeah, it's an interesting one to be fair, but I'm sure we'll be hearing a lot more rumours as time goes on. Uh, but yeah, that wraps us up for this episode. Uh, so thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, please don't forget to comment, share, like, and subscribe to our channel, and follow us on uh, Instag